Welcome back to the My Sister Knows Why podcast. This week, we're talking about why we shouldn't feed the wild animals. Let's feed your brains instead. Ooh. Hi, Claude. Hi, Anne. I'm Anne. I'm Claude. And welcome back to the My Sister Knows Why podcast. This is a podcast where we answer your questions. Or my questions. Or my questions. Or general topics of interest, just because we can. Wow, I feel like we've nailed our intro. Well, yeah, when you when you actually do it, I always start it. You're just, you, you're like, I'm like dragging you along. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving me a trail of food. But you know uh, who you shouldn't do that for? Animals. Let's talk about it. Uh, you don't have any anything to update? I don't think so. We're almost at 50 episodes. That's so fun. It's 48. Thanks. We both got vaccinated. We did. Second dose. Fully vaxxed. Baby. Yeah. So lucky that we're in a hot spot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, hopefully everything will be open. Get better. Opening up and hopefully more people will be able to get vaccinated. Yeah. Okay. Let's just jump right into this. It's going to be nice, short, and sweet. Love it. Little little bite-sized episode. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to do this topic because I run. Not to flex, but I run. Okay. <laughs> um, but I either run or walk every day. And I go around a community center near us. And it has a trail around a drainage lake. So it's not really a lake. but Is it a drainage lake? Yeah. What does that so even mean? Um, I think it's a drainage lake. Okay, now it's like a body of water where they drain drain water. It's like a limb, but like it's called Lake Aquitaine, but it's not a lake. No, drainage lake. I feel like that would make the most sense. Let's find out on this segment of uh, we have to Google things in the middle of episodes (laughs) just so that uh, we're correct. (laughs) Ah. Lake Aquitaine is a man-made stormwater management pond fed off by runoff water from the surrounding area. Interesting. So not really drainage. I guess I could have But like kind of. Yeah. Anyways, I run around this area and I see lots of wildlife and it's really nice. That's one of the reasons why I go there. Mm -hmm. Um, So I see squirrels. I see songbirds. 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 Um, I see ducks and there's a lot of Canadian geese. Actually, this is the first year. Well, I only started running last year, but this is the first time I've seen little baby gooselings. And since I run every day or I usually run through the park, I was running through the park twice a week. Yeah. But now I run um, more through the park. So I've gotten to see the little gooselings like grow up into like child goose. Oh, and then like adult goose are they kind of ugly like now? teen goose no they were ugly when they were like teen goose oh okay but now that once they started getting their like coloring feathers mm-hmm. then they like now they look more like geese yeah because so, aren't they just like gray yeah they, like, or weird. they're like brown yeah yeah it's kind of sad now because now i can't really tell the difference between the adults and Aww. the teenagers but it was fun watching them grow up that's nice anyways um one thing that really irks me is when I see people with like full loaves of bread just like spreading it around to a group of geese. I feel like a carrot saying that. Yeah. But it's so annoying, especially like they have signs not to feel the feed the wildlife. Don't feel them either. Don't feel don't them. Touch don't touch them. them. And just growing up, 
like i know that feeding the wildlife yeah it's fun but like you can it can harm them yeah i feel like do it in a controlled setting yeah like when you're at like a petting zoo yeah that's not wildlife though that is that's domesticated life but still like yeah Yeah, i i was always told don't feed don't do that things um yeah this one time these two people were feeding bread to the geese and the geese are scary yeah they have teeth have you seen them like attack people i haven't seen i've seen them like take a couple steps towards a person and they've hissed at people Mm -hmm. um actually today i ran through two geese like they were impressive yeah i know it was pretty scary because i was trying to pass someone yeah and they congregate usually they stay off the path which is nice Mm -hmm. but sometimes they don't and you just gotta go for it um but yeah so these people were attracting the geese to the middle of the path so i had to go like all the way around them because i didn't want to get attacked Mm -hmm. anyways um have you seen videos of people getting attacked though yeah it's kind of funny it's it's i've seen one like go into someone's car that's it, that's and wild just attack them apparently there's i think it's university of waterloo where someone developed an app to track the geese like if you saw geese on campus you could like input it into the app and then you would know where the flocks of geese were on campus because oh. apparently they had a problem wow with the geese it was one canadian university in, yeah in ontario um, I don't remember which one, but yeah, that was a thing because the geese were attacking. And some guy was like, bad. "I'm tired of getting attacked by these geese." Yeah, yeah. So in this episode, when I say wildlife, I'm more talking about the animals you see in like public parks or hiking spots, not necessarily like the ones you might see in your backyard or mm-hmm. on your property. So like ducks, geese, yeah, squirrels, rodents. I don't know, coyotes. I've seen a. Fo- I'm pretty sure I saw a fox the other day. Where? When I went to uh, on a bike ride with um, a person, that's cool. Foxes are cool, but it was really far away. But it's they had like a really bushy tail. Oh, maybe it was a skunk. It was bigger though. I don't know. It was weird. Mm. Anyways, yeah. Okay. Wildlife. So, what are the dangers of feeding wildlife? Well, um, <laughs> my prediction is that it makes them less like they start relying on that food. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my guess. Prediction. So there's many different reasons why feeding wildlife is actually illegal in some parts of Canada. Oh. And most parts most parts of Canada, or yeah, most provinces or territories, there's a bylaws mm-hmm. against um, feeding wildlife. So number one, dependence on human-provided food sources. Wow. Oh my gosh. How did I know? <laughs> I got this information from a, like, pdf file from mississauga.ca oh, okay so. as well as from torontowildlifecenter.com um so animals may become solely dependent on the human provided food which can cause them to suffer nutritionally and can cause diseases sorry seriously i had to burp okay for example if squirrels only eat nuts like if their diet is primarily nuts they can develop something called metabolic bone disease, which causes their bones to be like very brittle and easily break. So what else do they eat? So they eat bugs, I'm pretty sure. Leaves, oh. seeds, like the maple trees. Keys. Yeah, yeah, I guess they that's those foliage. Um, I'm sure like acorns and stuff. But if you're feeding them like only peanuts or almonds oh. or sunflower seeds, whatever, mm-hmm. then they can develop some of these diseases. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know and that. And it's actually reversible if they stop eating it, eating only nuts and they diversify their diet. But if it gets to a certain point, it's not reversible and usually they just die. So if, if as like 
child squirrels yeah you started feeding them and they really only relied on that food and then you like moved yeah. away or you j- decided to just stop feeding them that. and no one else was feeding them yeah it could be irreversible yeah it could wow. be reversible and not you said irreversible yeah i'm saying if they spent like a really long time oh, like only a really long that. time yeah 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 wow they, they can't it they die sad sad um so ducks can become sick from bread that picks up bacteria either from being like moldy like if you gave geese like a moldy loaf of bread or ducks um or being in areas with lots of fecal matter from other wildlife geese yeah so if you're throwing bread on the ground it hits poop and then the duck eats the bread that can cause diseases as well um Bread is also very unhealthy for ducks. Really? Which oh, you didn't know that? I mean, like I I assume that you could but assume, yeah, yeah, because um, it's very filling, right? Mm-hmm. Bread is filling; it's a carb, and it's not very nutritious for ducks. It really doesn't provide them anything that they need, so it's like a junk food basically for wow. ducks because it tastes good. That makes sense because there's it's just bread. It's just like wheat, like it's sugar not like, usually. Yeah, yeah. So. It can cause young ducks to actually suffer developmentally. Oh. Yeah. So they might not grow big enough wings or, I don't know, have three feet. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it causes them to poop more, actually. Oh. Right. So this can be one, like, and then you get the cycle of bread on the ground. Yeah. Bread touches poop. Poop goes in oh mouth. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And it can cause... Um, be an annoyance to humans as well just like if you have yeah. ducks that are just excessively pooping <laughs> on like your lawn or whatever it can be annoying um yeah so don't feed ducks bread my dudes i was in the lake aquatine park mm-hmm. and i saw like full pieces of bread just like tossed onto a hill yeah i was like girl i poop. heard the reason why i don't feed i mean like i wouldn't anyways but I heard that if the bread goes in the water, then they can, like, choke on it. Or fish can choke on it or something. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. That's... I think we fed bread to ducks, though. I think we were, like, in another province or state in the in the States. With We were on a family trip, and I think I remember feeding bread to ducks. Illegal. I know. You're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is going to be the last episode. <laughs> Um, okay yeah don't feed ducks bread. Yeah. so and then ducks who become dependent on human handouts may not fly south or canadian geese for this oh. um, reason same like same thing they may not fly south for the winter and they could freeze or starve to death because if you think about it less people are out feeding them mm-hmm. in the winter Plus because it's, it's not nice super cold <laughs> yeah so they aren't able to find enough food to survive the winter um because they didn't fly south where it's not as cold wow yeah, which sucks, right? Who knew? Yeah. Okay. Reason number two. So those are all reasons, like yeah. disease and stuff, but I just went to a little more depth. More like category. Category number Ooh. two. Category number two. <laughs> category is. Um, so it also increases the population of wildlife. And same thing I got this from Saga.ca. So with easily accessible food, animals can more easily reproduce. Um, and other populations in the surrounding areas can be attracted. <laughs> That was a weird noise. Don't you know we have a podcast? Um, it happens when my like throat ribbits. And That's it weird. always used to happen during um, the Canadian anthem. 
because I would yawn because I'm not a true patriot. I don't know. <laughs> and my throat would just be like, there's too much air. And it would just release it. That's weird. I apologize. Anyways. Please continue. Um, yeah. So when there's more food, animals can more easily reproduce. Um, and other populations in the surrounding areas can then be tra- attracted to an area that has high traffic of humans feeding them. Yeah. So if there's more food in one area, obviously more animals are going to be attracted to mm-hmm. that area. They're telling all their friends. Yeah, exactly. Check out this place. <laughs> So this causes more nuisance wildlife activity. Mm-hmm. You just have more animals in the area, um, such as like more mice in sheds, squirrels making nests in nearby trees, more feces around the property, yeah, etc. Um, this also, so with an increase in unwanted wildlife, there tends to be more trapping and relocation, uh, which isn't great because you never want to take. If you think about it, we've already ruined habitats for animals. Oh. Hundreds, thousands, and millions. you don't really want to take animals who have adapted to that environment already and move them somewhere else mm-hmm. because that lowers their chance of surviving again. Yeah. Um, and often relocation moves parent animals from their Aww. young, which yeah. sucks. And um, the orphaned like animals, young young little babies. Yeah, without their parents. Yeah, they end up starving, which is oh, sad. Uh, yeah, makes sense. Um, because yeah, they just can't fend for themselves they just don't know yeah and relocation can also cause diseases to travel between one population or the other oh yeah that would make sense right because and this may not have happened if they weren't relocated they probably wouldn't have been relocated if we they didn't have an increase in population size Mm -hmm. so it's a whole like cycle of things of bad things yeah don't do it so speaking of diseases that will spread, an increase in population also means overcrowding of an animal's natural habitat, mm-hmm. which can then cause diseases to spread easily throughout an area and a population. So if there's more squirrels in the area, they're more likely to have a squirrel-specific disease that oh. easily spreads through them yeah. because they're just in close, more contact with other squirrels. Would there also be like a lack of resources? Yeah. For like so, food? Yeah, but that might... No, like that would happen if let's say um more squirrels come because humans are feeding yeah suddenly that source gets taken away those people move whatever yeah. humans are like oh i oh. guess this is a bad idea <laughs> too many squirrels yeah and then all of a sudden you have all these squirrels and now they have to compete for natural resources yeah so then you get over population and competition yeah um, which sometimes that's natural anyways like that happens naturally in things but that's like a human thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So overfeeding and easily accessible food sources for birds can cause non-native and more like resilient birds. They're described as hardy in the <laughs> PDF. Um, Love me some hardy birds. Right. So these can be like feral pigeons, starlings and sparrows. Mm. And these take over habitats And for the native, more rare and more delicate songbirds that are naturally local to us, Mm -hmm. um, they tend to have to compete for resources, which can eventually drive them to extinction if that happens. So think about it. You've you've probably learned about invasive plant species or invasive animals. Mm -hmm. Same thing happens when you you get overpopulation and attraction of other species is you start to lose some of your local wildlife. Yeah. That's nice to see. Yeah. Okay, category three. Um, so animals may lose fear of humans. And I got this. Ooh, from that the, would be scary. <laughs> from spca.bc.ca. 
uh, slash new slash don't feed wildlife slash slash i feel like the only leverage i have over wild animals is that they're more scared of me than i'm scared of them 100 percent. until they aren't <laughs> until they so. aren't exactly <laughs> so feeding wildlife can cause them to lose fear of humans and lose the instincts that help keep the animals safe from human interaction um and this is when they mainly lose that like flight response so if they're scared they'll leave yeah which often you see and if they lose the flight response, they're more likely to be susceptible to predators um, or be hit by a car or a bike because they don't have that fear response to tell them to, like, get okay, out of get the way. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes you see squirrels that, like, go into the middle of the road and they see you coming and then they, like, kind of move and they're like, uh, uh, and you're just like, okay, do I break or? I was on my bike and I had several squirrels, like, try to just <laughs> yeah. jump Run in, in front, front of my of bike. Yeah. Like, excuse me. And I, at one point I had to like break because it just didn't move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that you're probably on a trail. Mm-hmm. I was pretty sure I was near like Aquitaine. Yeah. Where like, and the squirrels there, even in the surrounding areas, like do not care about humans. Yeah. If I like, I'll put out my hand, you know, like when you have a dog and you're like, yeah, you're like the tree. I'll do that to squirrels sometimes just to see if they'll come to me. Yeah. And then they'll like come over. I'm like, like I don't oh, have anything. Mind, Get away from mind. me. Yeah. <laughs> gonna turn into like willy wonka yeah um well animals who are fed by humans may actually develop food seeking aggression and become hostile towards people and pets oh my goodness so if that squirrel like really didn't have any fear and i was like hey come come get whatever i have they might like attack me and like be aggressive because i didn't give them the food i could see that happening right which is scary if you think about it if you think about for squirrels you're just like what if like 10 squirrels just like came at you yeah, yeah, what if like a family of squirrels were just like, I <laughs> want <laughs> Give food. me the food. Yeah. Um, so, for example, coyotes who have been fed by humans, either directly or indirectly, although I don't know of anyone who would like directly feed a coyote. I was going to say, like, how do you get, unless you're, but, like, unless, you get a slingshot and it's throwing, because how, how yeah. do you get that close? You're like, here, let me feed or you. Or if you like, f- like some people's properties back onto like a woodlot or a forest, mm-hmm. if you leave food out for oh, coyotes yeah. or if they get into your trash bins. Yeah. I feel like yeah. trash would be indirectly, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so for coyotes, they can lose their fear of humans and approach them more often, which leads to unnecessary interactions between like the human and the coyotes. Mm -hmm. And the more a potentially dangerous animal, such as a coyote interacts with humans, the more likely there is that something bad is going to happen from this interaction, such as injuries. Right. Also, if you have a pet out with you and a coyote approaches you, they can like perceive the pet as a threat and attack it oh, and slash you. Yeah. And then you result in either a dead pet, which rabies. would really suck yeah. and going in to get a rabies shot. Um, so, yeah, it. it Animals are, are fun and cute until they get but, like, like, like close from a distance. And yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. And you eat the bread. (laughs) It's like popcorn. You enjoy the view. Leave them alone. Yeah. Okay. So that's those are the main reasons why. Just a little summary is Mm -hmm. that they become dependent. um, It can spread diseases. um, Increases the population of wildlife, which isn't great in general. And you can lose fear and potentially like come be harmed by wildlife. Even though they're cute. They got teeth. So I was looking up, I was trying to look up cases of like wildlife being harmed because of feeding. Yeah. And the only thing I could find was an article on a website called Buckrail. Oh my. And um, there was a fox in Wyoming and it had to be euthanized after it was habituated to human food. What does that mean? 
So habituated means um, they're you're used to getting it pretty oh, much. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess it was either maybe got aggressive. It didn't say in the article. The article was really short. But maybe it got aggressive or it just like wasn't forging for itself and yeah. something had to do it where it had to be like put down basically. Yeah. Which sucks because like I'm pretty sure foxes are n- not like overpopulating. I'm pretty sure they're... yeah. Not a big population. Um, so, yeah, that's sad. Poor fox. Sad. But we can all learn a lesson from this. Don't feed the foxes. Or any other animals. Or the squirrels. Or the coyotes. Or the raccoons. Or the raccoons with their grubby little hands. Or the skunks. Whoever feeds a skunk, unless it's like in or a the possums. sanctuary. <laughs> Um, and so then I thought of, I don't know if you've heard of the thing of the bear getting drunk. Have you heard of the drunk bear? Like, yes and no. So there's a case, um, and I found this on a website called countryrebel.com. Nice. And I don't know if it's true, but it's funny to think about, um, but apparently a bear was found passed out on a campground and there was like a trail of beer cans. I think I remember hearing this. And the bear was just like drunk and apparently he had like 36 beers. Ugh. But then the article went on to say like it uh, opened one bush light and I guess it didn't like it because it didn't drink any more of those and it only drank this oh. brand of beer. And I was uh. like, um, I don't uh, think that's sponsored. really <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's really how foraging works yeah um so yeah i don't know if it's true but sometimes wildlife does get into food is Mm -hmm. the point of this and even when you take precautions um wildlife can get into food and that's not like you live you learn you try harder next time but when you're like blatantly leaving out a full loaf of like unsliced bread yeah or like six buns just like on a bench table yeah that's when I have an issue. It's because... I, Karen. I, <laughs> I highly doubt a bear is getting into everyone's food, like, every time someone goes camping. No. If it happens once or twice, mm-hmm. the bear will get over it, and he will continue, or she will continue living their best life. Mm-hmm. But when it happens all the time, and when you're not, like, taking the proper precautions, then it can become yeah. dangerous. Is when they become dependent on it. And yeah. you're like, okay, now you're interacting with a bear... Like, now the bear is interacting with more humans and, like, it's not always going to be a positive interaction. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I saw a bear recently for the first time in real life. I saw a moose once. That's crazy. Like a wild moose. It was baby. Aw. Yeah. Cute. Okay, so, but what can you do if you want to feed the the wildlife? You're like, "Ah, Ange, I have to feed the wildlife. I tell you, no. First of all, (laughs) Rethink your decisions. But But if you want to see wildlife... And feed them. Um, some recommendations. Recommendations. Some recommendations are to improve their natural habitat so they visit the area more often. Oh yeah. Right. Um, provide more natural food sources such as different types of foliage and seeds for birds and squirrels. And you mm-hmm. can do this on your property. Like, if you like seeing a certain songbird, put out seeds that you like. It, it's known to like. Yeah. And make it really. A nice space for it or like hummingbirds yeah you can put out like hummingbird sugar water yeah yeah <laughs> that <laughs> um and have faith that the wildlife can find enough food on their own so if you're like oh they need me no they don't there is an abundance of food out there that they can get and they don't need your help just enjoy them from a distance yeah just be like 
Hey squirrel. Hey squirrel. How's it going? Um, I do have to admit that I have fed birds before. Oh my gosh. I, I'm sorry. Um, in the arboretum. Oh my. Near Humber. Oh Cancelled. Um, I would put sunflower seeds in my hand. Would they come to you though? Yeah, they would. Oh, that's cute. Did they? Poop they were on chickadees, you? and we'd go chickadee dee dee. Yeah, just me and a couple friends. You know, we were we were just cool nature, college naturists. Yeah. Um. So you may be asking, what about bird feeders in backyards? And what about bird feeders in backyards? Oh, let me tell you, because it's our <laughs> titillating tidbit. Ooh, titillating tidbit. So bird feeders are perfectly fine. They're not illegal, that's but good. that's good. <laughs> but um, you need to provide the right kind of bird seed for your birds, mm-hmm. which is just nice. Uh, you don't need to, but it's nice for the birds. Yeah. Um, you also need to keep your bird feeder um, clean because oh. dirty bird feeders can actually transmit uh, salmonella Ooh. Yeah, or other deadly infections to the bird species birds. and bird population in your area. And you should also clean up any spilled seeds on the ground to avoid rodents. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Which can also cause more issues. Yeah, every time you say rodent, I can't stop thinking about the mouse that we saw. We did see a mouse today. It was one of those um, short, stubby ones with the long tails, and I think they jump. Like a jumping mouse. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah. Also, um, consider taking down your bird feeder in the spring to encourage natural foraging so birds don't become reliant on your feeder, but um, helping them out in the winter is also good. See, I feel like Dad took it down in the winter. No, it was up in the winter because, well, it was up at some point. Maybe in January he put it back up. Yeah. But it's not up now. Yeah. And I remember asking him, like, why not now? And he was just like, just because. <laughs> like, I don't know. But Classic I'm, I, I'm sure he said something about, like, they have to fend yeah. for themselves. Yeah. yeah. So that's um, why you shouldn't feed the bird feeders. Come at me. I'm a Karen about this. I feel like but. it's a reasonable Karen. It's not a Karen. It's like a... Um... I'm wildlife woke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just concerned. Like, I don't like seeing... Maybe I'm a little jealous that I can't do it because I know I want to. I want to see like all the birds, but I'm like I can't I do can't. it. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, can't because I don't want to hurt them. Ultimately, I want them to like thrive, thrive, yeah. and, and live their best life in the environment that they have. Yeah, yeah. We should go to a um, alpaca farm. Why? What? A question. <laughs> what do you mean? Why? Why not? I think there's one in Ontario. Anyways. Mm. Well, that's it for me. Please don't feed the wildlife. And if you do... Do better. Do better. <laughs> Ask yourself why. Just, just think about it. Yeah. Why do you need to? They're, they can fend for themselves. Wow. Wow. Well. Cool. Um, nice. Do you know what you're talking about next week? Do you want some time to think about it? Um, I think... For may not be 49? true. Oh, it's episode 49? Yeah, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to try to talk about names. Ooh. Again. <laughs> Because I did like royal names. Oh, but that's different. That's yeah. like a cult of like. I was watching um, Sons of Sam. Yeah. And Wild. Did you rewatch the first episode because you slept through most of it? No. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I slept through most of the second episode. <laughs> but that was more just explaining about the like background of the yeah. area and like why. Have you seen it? We watched the first episode together. Oh, okay. But you didn't. You haven't seen the rest. No. Yeah. So spoilers. Um, I mean, it's it's something that Don't already spoil happened. Don't spoil it. But, the rest of the show was just talking about how the guy t- 
Terry Mori um, was like obsessed with this case and really wanted mm-hmm. to solve it. And it was just like wild. That's wild. I started watching um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, but it's like a docuseries oh, from HBO. Yeah. yeah. And it's about the Golden State Killer. Don't know who that is. What? They were. So it was like this cold case welcome to our true crime podcast but <laughs> this segment we're talking about crime <laughs> um it was a cold case in sacramento for like 30 years or something and the guy was just caught like a couple years don't ago. spoil it i won't, I won't watch sorry it. i mean well in the news he was caught okay but this girl um her name is michelle Mac- mcnamara was obsessed with this case and she like it's not, it's not like she was a detective or anything yeah. she just like was interested in this case and started compiling all this research and she actually helped him like get found wow i think she nicknamed him or she coined the term golden state killer uh-huh. yeah but um yeah it's very interesting she's actually she passed away Aww. a couple of years ago she passed away before they found him which is sad oh, but, but she, knows. she knows she knows she does know and um podcast i listen to my favorite murder mm-hmm. has has talked about it before so um you know what i love yeah. seeing memes of like um you can always rely on um like white women to solve yeah. unsolved <laughs> mysteries quite funny yeah anyways um i yeah. watched the chernobyl oh yeah like, i need to watch the docu-series mm-hmm. thing if you didn't know we just got crave <laughs> yeah if you can't tell um yeah send us your crave i was about to say that yeah give us some recommendations especially claude claude loves watching stuff yeah and she has I'm, no life she's a loser uh <laughs> okay <laughs> um we've been on a roll of watching rupaul's drag race oh yeah and we're coming to an end like we've so we're watched need everything something. that we can but yeah we should start watching true crime stuff together yeah i'm down okay. i have a lot of things lined up like in my list of netflix things Same. Crave things but i'm just like oh, i'm not feeling I'm that not right feeling, now. yeah okay anyways um if you want to keep up with us <laughs> follow us on instagram at my sister knows why no spaces no nothing follow us on all the podcast platforms your favorite one all of them all of them they're all your favorites yep you're welcome uh hit us up on the twitter oh yeah i've really been using it you know what i've been pretty busy the last couple of weeks but you have come, yeah <laughs> <laughs> come july i'm twittering it up twittering it up okay um we, we had 100 followers on Instagram, so oh. go check out our puppy picture that we promised. So excited. Yeah. Thanks. And okay. have a good day. Um, yep. Tell, you, tell your mom or your dad or your sister you love them. Or brother. Yeah. Or guardian. <laughs> or daughter. Okay. Uh, if you didn't know. <laughs> now you know. Goodbye, fam. Adios. <laughs>